0: They you subconsciously really think you're an unhealthy person, right? So consciously thinking, I need to get my act together. I want to have a healthier lifestyle. I want to start meal prepping, etc. The second you start doing that, and there's a bit of friction with what you subconsciously think and feel about yourself, you're going to have that tension and it may pop up as self-sabotage. So I'm sure you can understand why this is so important to, I guess, dive deep into before you even undertake a process of goal setting. And if you deep down hold those premonitions or I guess doubt about yourself, and I'm not just talking about the nerves that come with trying something new i'm talking about that deep doubt questioning of your ability to actually see something through then you may have cracks in your foundation that's supposed to be the baseline for you achieving that goal welcome to the balance theory a podcast aimed at arming you with tools and tips so that you are well equipped to not only identify and define but own your own definition of balance i'm your host erica and thank you for joining me today Hello, balancers, and welcome back to the first Monday Muse of 2022. And in fact, the first episode of the year. I hope you've all had an incredible festive season and a very warm, happy new year to you all. I guess I really wanted to kick off 2022 and start this episode on a topic that I think will strike a chord with where many of you are at right now. And that is, you've either already had a look at and set your goals for 2022 or you're still conceptualizing and thinking about them. Whichever camp you sit in, there are three common mistakes I want to talk about today, which I feel myself and most people make when it comes to goal setting. To get the most out of this episode, I think it would be very useful for you to have a goal at the front of your mind, to really have it front and center so that you can cross check and see where you can bolster and strengthen And underpin, I guess, the goal you've either set for yourself or that you're thinking about. So what goal are you thinking about for the year? Is it to finally start that side hustle, grow your business, start a new health regime, start a new fitness schedule? Really bring that to the front of your attention right now. And just before we dive in, I did want to share an exciting announcement. So I have actually launched a course, which is all about goal setting. And it's almost like a little workshop, which will take you through not only the three mistakes we go through today, but all the layers and steps that go behind setting the foundation for your goal before you even hit the smart goal phase. So if, if you're someone who really wants to take your goals seriously this year, and you found when you sat down to write them, you just do the smart formula, which is absolutely fine and it's a great formula to use when setting goals. I think there's a lot of underground work that needs to be done in regards to whether you think and feel you can actually achieve that goal. Have you considered what your ideal balance is in terms of setting up that goal and making sure you're not burning out or I guess not prioritizing what matters most to you. So if all those things sound like they'd be extremely valuable to you in terms of getting the most out of your goals for the year to come and you found that in the past you've kind of gone through a little bit of a set and forget pattern where you just set the goal and forget about it, or maybe you half do it, or you find you lose momentum or you self-sabotage along the way, then you're absolutely going to love the course. I'll give you guys all a code as well. You can use the code podcast, pop that in at checkout and you can get a nice sneaky discount off the course. If you do enjoy the content that's here today, or else just jump over to our website to check out more information on that. But now back to the three mistakes. So the first one I want to start with is a little bit of a mindset tool, and that is goals are not an endpoint. There's something really magical I understood in my own journey of goal setting and seeing goals through and maintaining them that I really wish somebody had told me at the start. And that is often when we write goals or when we're working towards goals, we view the goal as an end point. So they'll normally be written as to have this or to reach that, for example. And your goal might be structured in a way where it's like, when we get this thing, when we get X, we'll get, we'll be happy. Or when we achieve X, we'll be successful, for example, Now, this is problematic because as we all know, by the time you actually achieve that thing, potentially you might actually be a bit of a different person. You may have grown and changed in ways that you can't predict and that person in that future moment in time may not actually want that goal or may have different desires. For example, the point is we need to stop looking at goals as endpoints and rather view them as goalposts or goal points. Because they're almost like little markers along our journey that either pivot, propel us forward or change our direction. And so they're not the end. And there's a deeper reason as to why this is really, really important to wrap your head around in terms of it being a mindset tool to pair with your goals. And the reason I've kicked off the episode with this is a mistake is because I think people when viewing goals as an endpoint get so laser focused on the end that you can really miss out on all the invaluable lessons and growth that happens in the process of you actually achieving that thing or that goal. How many times have you worked towards something and felt frustration or impatience that you're not already there yet? How little do we stop to acknowledge and ponder on the beauty in the journey and all the small lessons that we get along the way? I bet if you're viewing your goal as an endpoint, this is not really something that would have occurred to you or something you may have actively done in the past. Maybe in hindsight, yes, but not during the process. If you don't yet feel like, yep, this is something I'm vibing with, then let's think about it a little bit further. The success or the satisfaction, I suppose, in the goal. Let's think about it. It could be a dollar value. It could be getting a six pack. It doesn't all land in your lap in one second. It doesn't all, I suppose, hit at the end. It is a compounding journey, something that builds and the progress, or I guess the evidence of the goal is something that is slowly brewing and and compounding as time goes on. The magic is actually hidden in the process of you becoming the person who achieves that thing. So it's not so much that you just go through life and you achieve this thing. It's actually a process of you becoming somebody who achieves whatever your goal is. So you may... You may find that you undertake like a bit of an exercise where you have to change your habits and goals and routine to actually make your life conducive, to make that goal a reality. For example, it could be if you want to be a healthier person, then you'll need to, you're you going to need to have habits that maybe incorporate more regular exercise or meal prepping, for example. And so the process of you becoming healthier is actually you changing as a person. And that's relevant to goals that aren't necessarily worded in a way that's you you know, you changing yourself. So if it's something like starting a podcast, for example, for an example, you will still need to become a person who does a podcast, which may involve skills and habits that you currently don't have. And so I think if we're just focused on doing the podcast or becoming a healthy person, we can miss out on all the valuable lessons. And I guess the compounding success that happens along the way that really gets us to that moment of having the podcast for an example. So that moment, I want you to view more as a goalpost to say, yep, you've achieved this milestone because inevitably we always push our you know, goalposts Further back. Once you achieve that thing, you're like, okay, what's next? Commonly, people see this with their business or projects. You know, you finally hit that milestone in your business and you think, okay, great, what's next? So it's never really an endpoint, it's always a goalpost and something that acts as like a marker on your journey. And I think if you use this as a pit stop almost, like a life pit stop, then you can be more present in what you're actually doing. Understanding this before you start your journey, I think instills such a freshness and a new appreciation for the process of achieving the goal and steers you away from laser focusing on the goal itself. A really, really lovely ending to this point is by author James Clear, and I've pulled it out from one of the blogs that he has written and It suggests that you should release your desire to achieve the goal completely and only worry about the direction you're heading in. It reads, the problem with a treasure hunt is that most people spend all of their time thinking about the treasure. The fastest way to get to a particular spot, however, is to set your compass and start walking. Develop a clear single-minded focus for where you are headed. Your goal becomes your compass, not your buried treasure. The goal is your direction, not your destination. The goal is a mission that you are on, a path that you follow. I love this so much because it not only has something great to say about the first point, which is not viewing goals as an end point, but also talks to my next point and mistake, which is all around lack of flexibility. Now you might be thinking, what the heck does being flexible have to do with goal setting? Often that's such a rigid structured task that we undertake. We make it quite specific for ourselves, right? But let's just stop and think for a moment. Have you ever had a situation where you finally achieved that thing in your life? You finally hit that milestone. You finally buy that material asset, whatever it is that your goal equals, you finally achieve it. And it doesn't quite feel like what you thought it would. It's not as satisfying. There's something that it's just not as good as what you anticipated it would be. And a simple explanation to this could be that because our values and priorities are constantly shifting, by the time we actually achieve that thing, it may not be as important to us. Or maybe we've placed more importance on it than what it actually means in our life. Or more to the first point, it's merely a pivoting pit stop point rather than an end point. So I think if we are waiting for this singular moment to change our lives, a lot of disappointment can come out of that. But I think also a lack of flexibility is a mistake people make In and on the journey of achieving their goal, which can also result in this sort of dissatisfaction. Flexibility can often be our golden key to making sure that what we're doing continues to align with us as life goes on and changes. The mistake I've made myself, and I've seen it in so many of my friends and people around me, is that we sort of mindlessly keep moving towards our goal, right? And months and months could pass. And we don't really have any intention to be flexible or change our perspective with our goals. We are, quote, you know, committed. We've said to ourselves, we're going to do that thing. We're just going to push on and continue to work towards it. And we don't really think about the possibility of altering, deleting or editing that goal in any capacity. But it's not always a case of, changing the goal completely or getting rid of what you want just because something's changed in your life. Sometimes we need to just be flexible with the how, how we are achieving what we've set out to achieve for ourselves. You can kind of think of it as like a little update on our goal, depending on our values and priorities in life as well. If you already accept that this is possible and you're open to the fact that you can edit, revisit, delete, and change goals as time goes on, then you're already open to the potential and the benefits that flexibility can offer you. But if you're still stuck and I guess you still really see your goal as an endpoint, you may struggle with this concept a little bit more. I think the best way to be sure that what we're doing, I guess, continues to align with us is something I call maintenance check-in. So have you ever thought about setting your goals and then on a regular basis, checking in to make sure that that's actually still what you want? So if you're kind of thinking, "Mm, I'm not really grasping the flexibility thing or it doesn't really resonate with me right now, I want you to consider whether you have or haven't scheduled in time in the past to revisit your goals. And if you haven't, I would urge you to seriously try it this year and just make sure that, you know, have regular check-ins, whether your goals span over a one-year period and you want to do maybe two or three check-ins a year, have a look and see, does this still align with me at this point in my life? Is this still something I actually want? Or can I change something? Is it a little bit too hard? Have I not made as much progress? You know, can I change the how I'm achieving this thing? Because that will be the world of difference between you continuing to push on something that may not work for you or actually pivoting and achieving it in better ways you may not have thought. So the second point is all about being open to flexibility and scheduling in regular check-ins to make sure that your goals continue to align with who you are. The final mistake on the list for today is something I think so many of us experience. And if you're going to take away one thing from today, I would hope that this is it. Have you ever thought about limiting beliefs or self-doubt in the context of setting your goals? Now, I know this may sound a little bit counterintuitive, but hear me out. You listening to this may very well fall into either of these categories. A, you've set yourself a goal and have really reached for the stars and believe that you can and want to achieve it. But deep down, there may be some self-doubt as to your worthiness of achieving that goal or ability to actually get there. Or B, you've written down your goals, but not aimed as high for the same reason. So you potentially may have left certain benchmarks off the list. This is really important to consider before we even start thinking about what our goals are and, you know, looking at something like a smart framework for goal setting. The reason this is so important to dive into a little bit deeper is because if this is the way you're feeling you're almost setting yourself up for failure. This to me is almost like a crack in your foundation, something you're building on top of a block, right? And that block says, I have a little bit of fear or self doubt as to whether I can get there, but I'm gonna go for it anyway, may start to crack and the foundation on which you're building this goal may crumble. I'm not saying it's a definite, but there's a high chance. And often when we have a conflict between something we're consciously doing and something subconsciously, we think for ourselves, as a very, very quick example, say you subconsciously really think you're an unhealthy person, right? So consciously thinking, I need to get my act together. I wanna to have a healthier lifestyle. I wanna start meal prepping, etc. The second you start doing that, and there's a bit of friction with what you subconsciously think and feel about yourself, you're gonna have that tension and it may pop up as self-sabotage. So I'm sure you can understand why this is so important to, I guess, dive deep into before you even undertake a process of goal setting. If you have a goal, I'm gonna give you an example, like me, to start a podcast. And at the time I thought I wasn't good enough to do that. As I started to do the podcast, I had certain thoughts and experiences that reminded me, hey, we think we're not good enough to do this. And so I just wanted to impart that little bit of thought, I guess, In your head now as you're potentially in the process of setting your goals and if you deep down hold those premonitions or I guess doubt about yourself and I'm not just talking about the nerves that come with trying something new I'm talking about that deep doubt questioning of your ability to actually see something through then you may have cracks in your foundation that's supposed to be the baseline for you achieving that goal so I guess this also comes back to why regularly checking in with that goal is also so important because you'll be able to see if that self-sabotage is popping up in some ways. For me, it was thoughts of people and relationships I'd had in the past that made me feel not good enough. So when I was doing this podcast and subconsciously, I felt, oh, I'm not good enough to do this. Random thoughts of these old relationships I'd have would pop into my head and it made absolutely no sense to me. But through a lot of therapy, I worked out that that was my subconscious trying to be right and trying to take power of what I was consciously doing because deep down, that's what I thought about myself. So something to bear in mind if you feel like you're standing in your own way or self-sabotaging as time goes on. Can you identify those as limiting beliefs from the beginning? Can you honestly and openly say to yourself right now that any of the goals you've set for yourself have an aura of overwhelm or fear or self-doubt and that's something you're going to be conscious of moving forward? It's just a simple awareness task. If you do want to dive deep and really disarm those fears, I do have a great episode on that, which I'll link in the show notes below. But we also go deep into this on the goal setting workshop. So feel free to sign up for that. The link for that is also in the show notes below. But you just don't want to stand in your own way for something that's totally unavoidable or something that you can do a little bit of groundwork at the start and really, really mold that foundation so it's strong to build your goal off and act as a springboard moving forward. The idea is to really get you aligned and in the headspace of thinking you can and are deserving of achieving the things that you want and want to set out for yourself. So those are essentially my three thoughts, I guess, on common mistakes people make when goal setting. I do think if you lack an ability to enjoy the process, you really miss the opportunity to take all the learnings as you go, because you achieving a goal is you growing as a person. And so the beauty lies in the structure of all that. There's also the flexibility and also the beauty in determining those limiting beliefs before they get you down. As I mentioned before, we have obviously launched our goal setting workshop and the code is there for you guys at the start. But if everything I've spoken about today or anything in particular has resonated with you, it's something we workshop really, really thoroughly in the workshop. So I would strongly suggest you sign up and join us and really take your goals seriously this year. We want to avoid the set and forget that you may have experienced in years gone by. And I really want to see you achieve your goals and set out everything you think you are deserving of. As most of you know, this podcast is not my full-time thing. So I'm very honored and grateful to be able to say I've made the course what I think to be very accessible to most people. It's going for $49 and it's a couple hours of content with a free ebook and you'll come out of it with a mindset ready to conquer and smash your goals for 2022. Um, But as I said, if you use that code at the beginning of the video, you'll get a nice little discount off that for being a listener. I just want to thank you so much for joining in on this episode. I'm really excited that this has been the kickoff to 2022. I think it's such a strong way to kickstart ourselves moving forward and really creating that momentum. You guys better get so pumped for all the episodes coming up follow along on socials at The Balance Series, subscribe to our mailing list to stay up to date with new workshops, courses, discounts, episodes, all the good things and more coming in 2022. And until next time, stay balanced.